coming back from my maternity leave, I thought I would share what I've been up to and I want to give you a little bit of a shout out to military spouses. Welcome to the Media Books Podcast, the only place on the internet where creative accounting isn't a bad thing. Owning a virtual firm today means having a professional and modern online presence. And in this podcast, we talk about how to do just that. My name is Kristen Corey, and I'm the owner of Media Books, a media agency that provides creativity exclusively to accounting firms. And if you're an accounting firm owner, you're in the right place. Let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Media Books Podcast. This is a casual Friday episode, and I will be talking about giving birth abroad and other military spouse sacrifices. So I have actually been on maternity for the last two-ish months. Um, I'm back. I'm recording podcast episodes. I did sort of a soft leave and a soft entrance. Um, as far as like the work that I'm doing, this is sort of my soft entrance, just doing a little bit of marketing tasks as I try to figure out balancing a baby and crying and recording podcast episodes and then everything in between of just being a new mom. Um, so I thought I would talk a little bit about what I've been up to. Um, but I also want to highlight some military spouse sacrifices in this podcast episode. In a previous episode, I talked about sharing your personal life on social media versus business life. How do you balance the two, especially with this new work environment of everyone sort of working from home? Um, We're sort of inviting people more into our personal lives in business. You can check it out as episode 171. But it's something that I've been thinking a lot about. And I didn't necessarily have a great solution or answer, just kind of how I was dealing with it. Um, But while I was on this maternity leave, I came across a strategy that I loved and I'm going to talk about it in an upcoming podcast episode, but essentially I will be talking more uh, on social, on our podcast, different things like that about being a military spouse um, and about traveling. Two very big things in my life. One, obviously being a military spouse. I am living over here in Japan. Um, those are kind of military spouses, something a lot of people can relate to and living abroad, I think is sort of a unique experience a lot of people can be interested in. Um, and living abroad is very different than traveling abroad. And so there are some unique challenges and funny stories that I think um, would be helpful to share. But coming back from my maternity leave, I thought I would share what I've been up to. And I want to give you a little bit of a shout out to military spouses. Um, so obviously, had my baby. Um, I'm not going to go into my entire birth story because, frankly, it's long. I don't know. I, I could probably shorten it. But um, in short, my doctor described it as traumatic. It was not a great experience. Um, in fact, it was pretty crappy. It is not something, it is definitely not the experience I wanted. Um, I labored for about 30 hours, pushed for four. There were multiple interventions. Um Almost had to have an emergency C-section, but thankfully did not. Um, healthy baby boy, though. he He's 10 pounds. Um, his name is Theo. He's just very hungry all the time, probably because he's 10 pounds. 
Um, and part of, I mean, really what made this experience so difficult aside from the delivery, um, was some of the unique challenges of being a military spouse and having a baby abroad. So I had my baby on base. If you're unfamiliar with kind of how the military works, the military base is sort of like a little city and we have a hospital where they do deliver babies, but because the hospital is so small, they see so few people, there is not a NICU. And so if your baby does need to go to the NICU, they need to send them to a hospital in Japan, um, off base. Our NICU is so small. Theo did need to go to the NICU. Uh, specifically, he had a, I keep saying this wrong, sublegal hematoma, which is essentially there was bleeding between the skin and his skull. Um, it was a little bit, it was not a little, it was, it could have been very serious. Fortunately, um, he was able to handle it pretty well. And um, yeah, it wasn't great. But he did need to go to the NICU for a few days, um, and the military base can take care of it. Now, it may not seem like a big deal. Well, I mean, it seems like a big deal. Um, but then there were all these other sort of additional challenges that you face. And if you're a military spouse, you know, sort of do not plan for every anything. Um, the situations we face kind of a lot of people back home may not understand because we're living in a different country or we're living in a different state where their laws and how they do things are completely different. For example, um, living in Japan, the closest hospital to us that had a NICU was about 30 to 45 minutes away. So about two, three hours after he was born, they had to take him to this other hospital. Um, and so they take him there. And then after he's born, we are debriefed and basically told, um, because Japan has such strict COVID regulations and all these other things, it's not just COVID, um, but all these other rules, we were only allowed to see Theo for um, an hour, about an hour and a half every day, um, which as a new parent, only seeing your brand new baby for an hour and a half is not ideal. Um, and only I would be allowed to see him. My husband would not be allowed to hold him, not be allowed to see him at all. He had to go and sit and wait in the car for however long he had to be in the NICU. Um, and so that was, uh, I don't mean to get super deep on a casual Friday, um, but that was not what the story, that is not the birth story we wanted. That is not what we wanted to happen. Obviously, um, it was soul crushing to go and have this experience, frankly, and only see my baby for an hour. Um, in fact, the first night, like obviously in the, in the rush of delivering a baby, I didn't take any photos and he was in the hospital and I didn't even have photos of him. And I was texting like my doula and my mom saying, do you have photos right now? I know it's two in the morning, but I just want to look at my baby and I don't have anything. Um, and in the days that followed, my husband wasn't even allowed to hold his newborn son for about four days. Um, and this is something that is unique to other military spouses or that is unique to living abroad and military spouses. Um, we are so often put in situations where we only have one option. Sometimes that means we have to adapt and adjust with cultural differences, no matter how cruel they feel. Um, it's... If you are a military spouse out there, man, we all have such crazy stories in our own community. We share so many crazy things about different experiences we've had. Um, we all have stories that would probably be shocking to civilians. 
Um, but if you're a military spouse out there, man, this, I, I hope, um, I, I don't know. I, I, I want to connect with you and feel like I feel so supported by the military spouses that I've had here. Um, it is a truly unique community. And so I want to talk about more of my experience being a military spouse because, uh, it consumes so much of our life. And I think these experiences, um, remind us of that. And so, uh, while it was not a, a great experience, um, and it's kind of another challenge of living abroad in a new country, uh, I think it has been, it has, it has been a saving grace to sort of remember that I have a healthy baby, to keep in mind that being a military spouse, you get to watch your significant other do some pretty incredible things. And also having this experience of being in a different culture and experiencing it, um, you are going to grow as a person, period, point blank, even if you are struggling in whatever country you're living in because of cultural differences, there are going to be positive outcomes at the other end as far as your ability to adapt and handle <laughs> challenging situations where you don't get to see your baby for the first four days of their life. So we are looking for the positives um, still. It is still a fairly fresh experience. Um, but like I said, if you are a military spouse out there or if you're someone who is living abroad and maybe you're like, uh, you know, I have a very similar story or situation, um, I would love to connect with you. Uh, even if you're not an accountant, I, I think this is something where, um, like the accounting community, we can really rally around each other and find new ways to support one another. So, um, sorry if that's not the most fun casual Friday episode, but, uh, bottom line, we are all healthy. Um, we are happy and, uh, yeah, we got a new little guy to interrupt all the upcoming podcast episodes. Thanks for catching another episode of the Media Books Podcast. I know right now we are in the thick of tax season and you likely do not have the time to begin any crazy new marketing strategies, but that does not mean you don't have questions. Some of the most common ones we get are, what app should I be using? What should I be posting online? How can I grow my email list? We answer all these questions and more on our website, mediabooksagency.com. Get our take on some of the most popular marketing apps in our app database, grab a content calendar that is tailored to accountants, or grab a template lead magnet to start growing your email list. It's all there 24-7 at mediabooksagency.com. Media Books, where nerds and creatives collide.